0: Hello courageous friends, this is October 29, 2021, it is kind of a cloudy day here in, we're not in Quarryville today, we're, we're in Christiana, we're my in Christiana, hometown, yeah. <laughs> so um, today uh, Nancy has something on her heart and mind, Nancy why don't you introduce uh, our topic for today,
1: well Uh, May I give a little background? Please. (laughs) Uh, A part of my devotional time is spent currently going through the Psalms and writing some verses from each Psalm every day. I'm using a specific plan. And a few days ago, I was reading Psalm 37. And I wrote a few verses, verses 3 to 7a. And they just... Really spoke to me some phrases in those sentences, and so I thought this would be a a good thing for us to talk about. It's just a reminder of what we are called to do every day in this walk with the Lord.
0: Yeah, great. Well, why don't you start by reading the psalm so we can uh, have that context and then we'll jump into the conversation?
1: All right, so I'm going to read, be reading from the New Living Translation today. Psalms 37, 3 to 7a. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Mm. There's a lot of instruction in here for us that we all can apply to our lives wherever wherever we find ourselves today. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm currently gearing up once again for another some scans And so, as I've shared before, this time leading up to the scans, um, I'm more, again, aware of my fragile mortality and the unknown future Mm -hmm. and what's it going (laughs) to show. So, when I'm encouraged to trust in the Lord, it means a lot. Mm -hmm. It it means a lot to each one of us in our life. So... Hearing these verses, I know you're familiar with them, Keeler. What what strikes you when you heard these being read today?
0: Well, as you were reading them, I was writing down some of the action words. Uh-huh. That's... Um, that often stands out to me. When I, when I hear scripture read, one of the things that stands out to me is that th- those actions. What are we being called to do? Amen. What, is, what is the invitation? Mm-hmm. Um, Part of that is because I'm also a person of action I like to uh, be moving and doing things really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and speaking of which since since we just said that so you were talking about mortality mm-hmm. um, I because I'm a person of action usually the times when I'm most reminded of my mortality is when I'm Doing something, and there's close calls.
1: Oh, dear.
0: So, uh, the other day, I was driving a vehicle and had a really close call. Um, literally, yesterday, I was on my bike and just riding along for some reason. I, don't, I still don't know what it was. It may have been a walnut, but I was riding along, and my front tire hit something so hard that um, my hands jumped up off the handlebars and back down onto the handlebars. It put, uh, my my handlebars could have turned. Oh, I could have my. Over. Yes. Gone down a hill. You it were going have, down a hill. Yeah, it, it, so the first thing that came out of my mouth after that happened was, Thank you, Lord, that I'm still alive. <laughs> and that was the exact same thing I said after that close call in a car. Because the reality is, each one of us, I mean, uh, It's, in some ways, it's more surprising to me that I'm still around in general (laughs) than to realize that maybe I could pass away. And part of that is because I've been spending so much time thinking thinking about death, making, you know, trying to do everything possible to be prepared. Um, And it's still painful no matter, you know, no matter when it comes, it's going to be painful for for our loved ones. It is a separation. Yeah. But back to Psalm 37, so I wrote down these words. I wrote down trust, delight, commit, and then trust again. Yes,
1: two times.
0: (laughs) Be still and wait. And what's interesting to me was the transition between those two things, uh, between the trust, delight, commit, trust, And then between that and the be still and wait was he will. Mm -hmm. So why do we trust, delight, commit, and trust? Is because he will get involved in the situation. He will um, do what only he can do. And because Mm -hmm. of that, I can be still and I can wait. Mm -hmm. So that's what stood out to me as I just heard you read that
1: and I also in this journaling that I do I wrote those action words myself Mm -hmm. and uh, in a prayer please help me today and I emphasize today to trust take delight in you commit everything trust and in all caps be still and wait patiently Sometimes the waiting is hard, mm-hmm. but when we're waiting in our trust it's it's easier it not easy, but it's purposeful, yeah, it's purposeful yeah. so I'm in a waiting period right now, and it's hard to wait we don't like to wait for things we don't like to i I'm in a little pain right now and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I want it gone, you know, Mm -hmm. yesterday. (laughs) Yes. But if we can wait trusting in the Lord, it makes all the difference in the Mm -hmm. world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think what stands out to me was you mentioning this idea of purposefulness. So often when we think about death or difficult situations or pain, the first thing that comes to us is the question why. Mm-hmm. And what's really behind the question why is us asking, is there a purpose? Because if we know there's a purpose behind the pain,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, it, can, it can make it, and again, it's not easier. It's not easy. It just makes us more able to endure and wait because we know there's a reason behind it. There's, a per- there's something that's coming through that labor Psst
1: sometime, some way, we will see that purpose. And you know, Keeler, we won't always see the purpose in this, on this side of heaven.
0: Yes, that is correct, yeah.
1: And that's challenging, Mm -hmm. but it is comforting. Yeah, So comforting. I believe, as God said in his word, all things work together for good to those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. That's me that's you mm-hmm. um all things what what does that mean it means to me it means no matter what happens in my life god has a purpose mm-hmm. he allowed it for a purpose he will work some good mm-hmm. and i may not see that good ever i think yeah. i will in heaven yeah but it gives meaning to yeah the things we face right
0: right. and that's the joy of following christ trusting in god is because when we realize that his ways are bigger than our ways his thoughts are greater than our thoughts Mm -hmm. we realize that even when we don't fully understand he is trustworthy because and for those uh, uh For those out there who are intellectuals like me and are often uh, wanting to understand. How can we trust a God when we don't understand? What helps me is to look back Mm -hmm. at the times when the purpose did come through. Mm -hmm. Time reveals truth. Mm -hmm. And there are so many times in my life... That I didn't know at the moment the reason for something. And sometimes I don't see the reason. Mm -hmm. But in so many other instances, when I have seen the reason, and I'm like, oh, I see what God was doing there. And, And it just gives me hope for those bigger issues. It does. That don't make as much sense and are harder. But trusting in the God who designed this world... And I realize, yeah, you know, going through difficult circumstances ultimately make me better. That's an overall principle I've discovered yep. the hard way. Yeah, I try the easy road, and the easy road <laughs> always takes me to pain. <laughs> so when I take the hard road, it often leads to blessing. So when things are hard, then maybe I'm on the right road. Well, that's Strangely one way about, to look at
1: it. I have to confess that just today, well, I'm grateful we have a God who understands and can deal with our emotions. And it makes me, that's so comforting to know. Mm-hmm. So today, in a moment of just like frustration, I said to God, I, I don't like this. I'm tired of it. I, I just want this to change, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can handle that. Yeah. He can (laughs) handle. He's big enough. His shoulders are big enough to Uh carry the weight of the world. Uh He can carry me.
0: Yes. That is so good to know. So good to know. Well, one of the things that I think of as you're talking through this is the Lord's Prayer. When Mm. we think about praying, the disciples were struggling with how do I pray in this situation, in any situation? And they said, Lord, please teach us how to pray. Yes. And if you look at the outline of the Lord's Prayer, and um, this I've been learning from a pastor friend of mine, Ben Miller. He um, he and I have been leading a pastor's group together. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the uh, fellowship time, we close with scripture-led prayer. And part of... That scripture-led prayer is thinking through the outline of the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. which is basically twofold. God is great. I am not. <laughs> That's pretty much the Lord's Prayer in a very short <laughs> synopsis. And when we think about situations that we face and how do we work through that, what is it about praying that can help us get beyond or at least have some endurance to wait and push through is realizing God is great and I am not. I need my daily bread. I mean,
1: need... <laughs> it's perspective. It yeah. changes our perspective. Yeah. I love the Lord's Prayer and that part where um, may your kingdom come, your will be done in my life Mm -hmm. as it is in heaven. I like to personalize it. Yeah. Just whatever that means, Lord.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: I need you are God and I am not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's beautiful. Well, for those of you who are listening, if you're wondering what God is doing, you're wondering about his purpose Maybe you're tempted to ask why in situations or you're tempted to say, like Nancy said, I don't like this. (laughs) Take a moment to open your Bible to Psalm 37. Mm -hmm. Read it, ponder it, meditate on it. Turn to the Lord's Prayer in any of the Gospels. Reread the Lord's Prayer and think about the beauty of trusting God.
1: I'd like to end by reading another verse from Psalm 37. It's actually verse seven in the Passion Translation. And it says, Quiet your heart in his presence and pray. Keep hope alive as you long for God to come through for you. That's my prayer for us, that we will Keep hope alive as we are waiting patiently for God to do his work.
0: That was the exact phrase I wrote down also, keep hope alive. There's a lot of things that we might feel um, are being pulled away from us. And Mm -hmm. and that's what death does is it separates, it Mm -hmm. pulls things away, Mm -hmm. people away and situations Mm -hmm. away. So... Keep hope alive, God, in our lives. Yes, amen. Keep hope alive. Amen. That's our show for today. Blessings to you and to those you love. We're glad you have been listening to us talk about living a life that lasts. Now, it's your turn. Courageously, sacrificially, live this week in such a way that your life will be A Life That Lasts.